With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Yes, Brendan, we can still make it into something beautiful, although none of us believe in you anymore. It's the Day Trippers. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We're back in the room um, with a bad dose of the post-holiday blues. And tonight's show, we've tried to assemble the most positive crew we could find in Dave Thomas, Jamie Holm and Paul Brennan. And we've decided we're going to break them and make them as negative as possible. So uh, sorry about that, lads, in advance. Um, coming up, we talk about our feelings after watching both Bordeaux and the Man United match, um, the lack of winning both games, where we think... Brendan Rodgers stands at this moment in time um, and have a look ahead at what the impact of that has on the Norwich game and how we think the teams line up. Right then, man. Um, 
Now that's not a very energetic opening. Try that again now, like you know. No. Right then, men. <sighs> no, no. Fuck off. Basically, Jesus. fuck off. I don't give a shit. Come on, we're real positive, real good. Res- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Look, I'm, 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 imagine great. coming back from your holidays to that. I know. <laughs> Paul, I, imagine I, coming back from your holidays to this. <laughs> like the fucking game. Listen. <laughs> That's why I got. I, I said, Jay, will you come in tonight? He said, Yeah. I said, Dave, most positive man. The two most positive people I know. Well, I'd asked Andy as well, and I think Andy's followed Trev and Trev himself at this stage, right? <laughs> and I said, Brennan, make me fucking laugh or something. So, yeah. So uh, that's basically it. So yeah, positivity all around, and uh, we had two. <laughs> we're back to winning ways. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, so Dave. Overall, you know, look, uh, uh, we all know the, the, the United games be analysed today, and we'll talk about it here, but not to the same level of, because I can't bring myself to talk, talk to that, talk to that about that. Um, but look, where do you think we are? I, I, I know we were talking before this, and you said it, it's actually becoming a bit funny because it's a bit of a car crash unfolding in front of us. And tonight's match, where we were. Sort of saying, right, you get a good win here, you know, it eradicates what goes on. Are you going to ask a question or you're doing fucking ham? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Man, I've been, I don't know. I've, I've been quiet, like, for, well, I haven't been quiet. I spent the last five days just going, no, get down from that wall. <laughs> so get away from the pool. Was your question, no. No, put, stop hitting the kid with the net. Stop putting the Let's bucket on his head. Let's just talk about this. <laughs> he, texts, he, te- I, he texts me. I said, what the hell are we going to talk about? He said, I got loads of holidays. <laughs> I'm like, okay, come on. Do you want the beer? The grand, yeah, go on. Right, so Dave, yeah. Um, yeah. How, how do you feel? How do you, how do you feel at this moment in time, genuinely? I mean, I'm, a, I, I, I'm surprised at myself how quickly it's kind of unraveled, to be honest with you, because I... I remember, I think I did the pod after the Arsenal game, like really energised after the mm. performance. And I felt like for the first time in a long time, I could see what we were trying to do. And then, you know, I said before the United game that I had two things in my head. I kind of had the Arsenal game and the West Ham game, but depending on which one we went and replicated would dictate what I felt. And we replicated the West Ham performance. Mm-hmm. So I just, where I am now is... I'm, I feel a little detached from it. I feel like it's like watching the death throes here now. He's in a Rogers in a bit of a spiral, and I I like Brendan Rogers, but the more I look at him now, the more he just needs a break. Mm. Like he's this isn't helpful for him. I mean this this can't be pleasant to be going through, and there's literally nothing he can do really now mm. to bring the majority of the fan base on board. I mean I just uh, you know I'm known on here and on Twitter for being relatively positive towards Rogers and the abuse I get just because I like Rogers <laughs> I can only imagine the abuse he's getting for being Rogers <laughs> I, mean? I mean it must be hell he must be chased with pitchforks round and round Formby or wherever the fuck he lives because everyone hates him so I literally have no he would have to win what 20 games on the bounce or something ridiculous to to turn turn it all around, I just uh, that's what I try to worry for him. I just think it's a, like we're in a spiral now, and I don't know how he gets out of it. Jamie, uh, look, we'll get on and we'll talk probably a bit more, or we mightn't bother, or I don't know how this is going to pan out. But looking at the Rogers thing, an awful lot of an awful lot of the the conversation of the summer was you know freshness of ideas and all that type of stuff, right? And we seem to be lacking that 
there doesn't seem to be a freshness of it. There doesn't seem to be a new approach or a, a cohesive strategy around how this team is going to perform or how it's going to improve. We keep hearing the words that we're going to improve and it's going to get better, but nothing is, is showing us that. And even tonight, you know, we, we changed formations to something he used before and we just didn't. Like, again, it's no cohesive at all. Like, it must be. I oh know, and that's what I'm saying. For, for Dave as well, you're one of the most positive guys I know on Twitter it when it comes to, to it. Yeah, yeah. And like, I've seen even you get frustrated at times now in terms of what's I, going I on. broke my, my rule. I went for. Uh, to watch the game on Saturday I had a few pints as I said before with, with a load of United fans and started to tweet when I was pissed and that's never a good idea that's <laughs> never a good idea um, and I, I actually tweeted that he, he, he lost me a little bit on uh, on Saturday against United because he's just lost his balls and I think mm. that's the, the hardest thing about, about it to see is the one thing I loved about Rodgers is when he just slapped his balls on the table and go at teams you know, I'm I've been a big advocate of what he does, but he just looks lost, and and the team look lost because of that. He's he's trying to play this containment football, which he can't like. He's not a defensive manager anyway, so how we're going into games expecting him to or him to lead us into some type of uh, tight system where we're going to surprise the team and nick a goal? He doesn't know how to do it, so he's kind of caught between. If I put me balls on the table and we lose, I'm going to go. If I try and keep us tight, then people probably can't throw as many things at me as they are. I, as, as Dave said there, like the guy can't win. And it's literally, distru- it's horrible to watch a man crumble the way that he seems to be but crumbling. The, the, at the, the worry for me is, and I was saying this before we came on, is like, if any season he was going to revert back to what he talks about being his philosophy, it's got to be this one, right? Where he's had all the back in, he's yeah, it's got bought the leave. players. But he's still gone solid he's still gone conservative so now I'm starting to think actually is he conservative and you know the the 16 month period we had under him that's the outlier that's the blip that's yeah, he the he fell on that well, I, I always think people do him a disservice I'm not saying that he fell on it I think it was by design but it's almost like he's gone that suited those players so I designed that mm. but my actual normal design doesn't look like that it looks like this mm. so I'm going to buy players for this design rather than what worked mm. for us. So he hasn't gone out and bought or tried to replicate what we did in thirteen fourteen. Even accounted for the fact you can't replace Suarez, but he hasn't even gone to look for a Suarez type mm. player or yeah. to build a system like Suarez or anything like that. He hasn't gone for pace. He hasn't gone for penetration. So it's like maybe that's the outline. I think know. the hardest thing for me to to watch with him is it's this persistence with the shape that clearly isn't working. The mm. one up top. The isolation of Benteke, even to a degree tonight, you've seen it with Origi. Oh, really? yeah. He looked isolated. Mm. How how can us as sort of armchair fans or whatever whatever you want to call us see that it's so clear where we're falling down? Yet he keeps persisting with it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Let's just just go. Let's go to diamond. Let's throw our you know as I said, throw your nuts on the table. Throw wings up alongside Benteke. Put Firmino where he actually wants to play, which mm. would be at the tip of the diamond, um, and and go with teams. Yeah. That's, you know, and no one can argue that's, that. That's, and that's what, I, Paul, I wanted to bring it on to you because, you know, uh, when I saw the lineup on Saturday, I was there thinking to myself, and I was grand because I, I, I was taking a bit of a break from Twitter because I, I just couldn't be arsed. <laughs> I was on holidays. Like, but good I choice, a, good choice. I, know, I, I had a quick look at the team and I went to myself, yep, diamond here. Yeah, Fucking yeah, this, yeah. you know, this, this is, this is, I, I, I can get behind this and if it doesn't go right, it doesn't go fucking right. Like, do you know what I mean? At but at least we're it. going for it, right? Yeah. That seems to frust- that frustrates me more than anything else. I don't know. I know you said uh, after you watched that you were fucking dejected with frustration. That was <laughs> yeah. It's like and he he does. He keeps saying in the press like I have this identity as a manager and I want to keep. I want to stamp it back onto the team. 
And like you were saying, like if you did, if we did line up as a diamond against United, you'd think, oh, at least he's going for it. But it was just the same. Like the, nothing about the midfield screamed that he was trying to take the game to United. Like you, you, I, I couldn't tell you what the midfield was supposed to be doing against United. Mm. The same with the wide players. Couldn't get near Benteke. They, they couldn't get forward. They were almost playing as like wingbacks in front of the fullbacks. Mm. It all just screamed kind of passiveness. There was, there was nothing about what Rodgers what he used to do and what he claims he is trying to do now. Mm. That, that's the biggest frustration. That there's, just, there's just nothing to get behind at the moment. And, this must, and this must pass on to the players. Cause I know, you know, if you had a manager that walked in and went, right, lads, let's fucking go with these today. Mm. I've set up the team. Mm. Let's go straight at them. You think, oh, okay, yeah, he believes in us here. Mm. But if you set up against the reason, well, possibly the worst United team, I think I, think I can remember, and kind of in a way invite them onto you it just sets mm. the wrong mindset from mm. the start do you know what I mean we've got yeah. nothing to lose here as, as Dave kind of alluded to a minute ago these are all Rogers players now he's had the total back end of the board he's got his team around him now you know new coaches this is why I don't understand people freaking out on Twitter over every over analysing every single minute thing because at the end of the day if it goes tits up he goes mm. so let's just all Get behind them all, you know. Just try and, you know, try and give the the, the the team a bit of a lift, or actually cheer it at a game. It's it's, but it's the it's the West Ham game that clouds everything because if he cuts loose against West Ham and we beat them well, mm-hmm. you can see in his head why he'd go. We're going to Old Trafford. Let's try and do what we did at Arsenal. You know, there's mm-hmm. a certain logic to that, right? But it's the West Ham game that where he tried to do Arsenal at home. Mm-hmm. He's tried to bring what he did at Arsenal and do that at home. That's the bit that kind of got me and then you know in the game the other thing that I thought was interested in I think three times he got asked about Danny Ings playing and every time he said my reason for picking him is he scored last year basically he scored at Old Trafford last year and plays him left back and I'm like <laughs> well first of all that's fucking stupid right <laughs> I mean, you know bring bring fucking Danny Murphy back then right because he's got a great record at Old Trafford second of all <laughs> that just sounds like you haven't even thought about it you've mm. just gone Coutinho's out I'm going to put Ings in to do exactly what Coutinho was trying to do in a, you know the same place in the same way. I know he scored it. He scored it last year, so you'll be confident about that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I know people go mad about the things he says. I don't care about the most ridiculous things he said. It's where he's always been usually pretty good at trying to explain what he's trying to do. You mm-hmm. know, in terms of the tactics, but. I, it just fell apart. Okay, and, and look, this this leads me to the next bit because it spans both games as well in terms of the say the, the selection. We, we we touched on it there in terms of when we looked at the eleven on paper, you're sort of saying, yeah, that's the right team, you know, in terms of who we have. But then it lines up in the wrong formation, and you're saying that just doesn't make any sense because if you if, if it lined up the right way, there seems to be for me anyway um, the, 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 this constant need to put his own spin on these players instead of we bought players that play have excelled in certain positions that we never seem to play them in those positions and the, the United game is a great example of it like taking Ings as an example right he's, he's trussed out as a winger Firmino was asked to go and play as a winger when you know that isn't where they excelled to, to get their moves to Liverpool yeah. We keep messing around with the midfield instead of just playing the players where they should be playing in the midfield as well. You look, we're playing Joe Gomez, a kid who's who, who's who's come through as a, as a right centre back, who made his breakthrough as a right back when we signed him at yeah. Charlton, and we played him left back. And then we're wondering, you know, he's starting to get the criticism that yeah. we saw levelled at Mankio last year, right? And we know that after a while, and look, I think one of Rogers' biggest failings is that he does listen to the press an awful lot. If you, you know, he does listen to what's going on there. And if a lot of criticism starts coming on Gomez that he's raw and all this type of stuff, he could easily find himself being frozen Crumble. out of the team as well. Yeah. And then again, looking at today's lineup, you're looking at it and say, well, they put him in at right centre back. Then when Torre gets injured, 
I was expecting Sacco as, as the senior centre back there as the one who's played there the most to step into the middle and if you wanted to keep Gomez at right centre back and put Chan in at left centre back or something like that and to not move you know to, to see what happens but that doesn't happen and they heap all the responsibility on it now outside of the goal I saw criticism again from for the goal against himself and I'm thinking to myself Look, this, if you put an 18, 19 year old in at centre back, he's going to make st- mistakes. And that's what you have to be prepared to live with. So, yeah. you know, that this is, you can't say put him in there. It's the same as the Alori shout. If you put somebody in that yo in there, they are going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And as a fan base, we have to be prepared to accept those mistakes. But it's this playing around with players in, in the positions that they're playing in, instead of just playing them in their best positions, is. Is there any logic, Dave? Like, we, we, and when we talk about the, the game coming up, we're going to be talking about how we imagine the team's going to line up and who's going to play there. But like, there's a lot of you could just take the names, throw it, eleven players, throw it up in the air, yeah. and see where they land on the table, and that's where they're playing. Well, in terms of the logic, I think you know. Again, one of the things I try to do when I talk about the manager is to try and understand what he's trying to do, because mm-hmm. I think it's easy in hindsight to say you get it wrong. You know, I think that's easy to say, but I. D- on when when we went to four three three against United, I just was there a single player in that team that that formation suited? No. no, I mean, I just I I never understood. Like it doesn't get the best out of Benteke. Ings and Firmino are wasted. You've got Emerjan and Milner not knowing whether to join the front or defend. Yeah, we'll talk about Lucas. Lucas <laughs> is a whole pod by himself. <laughs> and then you've got. A, a centre back partnership that doesn't work. You've got a kid. I mean, Klein's the only one. Pro- Klein and the goalkeeper are the only ones who are playing well and in their natural position. So, like, there's a there's an element of trying to understand what he's doing, but I don't understand that. Mm. I understand playing four three three if your lone striker is Luis Suarez, mm-hmm. right? I understand that because Suarez can come deep, win the ball, beat a couple of players, bring other players into play. I also can understand that if you're playing two quick wide players mm-hmm. in the front three but we're not doing any of that no. so I just he's forget all the transfer committee bollocks he's bought Christian Benteke yeah. right for 32.5 million euro he's bought James Milner and he's bought another example is Adam Lalana, and we have no idea where to play those or players or, or, or for me it's how to play the three yeah. of them. So, yeah. like, we've. He, I, I said to you on, on, on Saturday, I may have been a bit tipsy, but I, I did say at the time, I said, he's fallen into a trap of listening to criticism that Sherwood has labelled that we don't cross the ball enough yeah. and has started to believe there. that we need to cross the balls to Benteke. And that's the only way he's going to score. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Benteke's best performance for us was against Arsenal, where we were feeding everything into his feet. Nah. And he was, he was able to get himself torn. He showed every one of us came on here afterwards and said, Jeez, I didn't know Benteke had that in his locker. That's the frustration. Arsenal showed how we should play. Yeah. So the frustration for me, where I've gone, the turnaround is so quick for me, is that if Arsenal was what was built on, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I don't, even if the results were the same. We were trying to do what we did at Arsenal first half, go at them, be high pressure, feed it into Benteke, feed off him, all that kind of stuff. I'm on board. But we've abandoned it. Mm-hmm. And one of the problems this season is that, you know, points-wise from our first three games, we had a great start. Uh, there was there was kind of mixed performances. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of it was built on, you know, kind of being solid, you know, which you wouldn't normally associate with Rodgers. And then, obviously, in the first couple of minutes, that goes to shite against West Ham. Yeah. And I, ju- I just don't think he's recovered from that early goal because we, we, we weren't ready to play great football. No. And it just shattered, you know, Lovren and Skirtle, like, 
we know we know what you're going to get if you play them for a whole season. And they to be, they did quite well in the first few games, but that that just went to shit after they. they he hasn't recovered from Palace away. Not defensively. The three three Palace away. It has destroyed Brendan Rodgers. Well, it, it, I, 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 I was willing to say that, and I, I still am to a degree, I was willing to say that last season had so many mitigating circumstances that it was difficult to judge what he was trying to do. Mm. But I was looking for this season to go, go back to it now, Brendan. Mm. Go back to what you want to do. And he's not. Okay, I think, just, Jamie, and I'm, I'm going to come to you on, on, on this as well, because it leads us directly into, into talking about the two games and, and into our, our perceptions. But I... Obviously, he's looked at the United game and he's gone fucking, well, this defence is, is, is falling apart, right? Mm. I need to give him a kick up the hole. Now, we, we can talk about the, the other bit that, that feeds off what happened tonight, right? So he switches it again and he goes to a three at the back tonight. Now, you take the first couple of games and Carragher on, on Monday Night Football is pointing out how they were effectively playing a three because only one fullback was going at any one time, yeah. right? So, you know, that hasn't really changed. In fact, we got so deep on uh, in the game against United on Saturday, we were playing five at the back, mm. six at the back at times, right? So there's no legislating why one of Skirtle or Lovren shouldn't be taken out of that defence based on the fact that we did look, uh, no, I'm not saying a lot more, but we did look slightly more solid tonight, goal aside in terms of what, what's going on. But again, that's a kid who's make, made a mistake, right? L- on Saturday, what, what frustrated you most about that defensive display? Because I know for, I'm pulling my hair out. I'm, I'm turning into Skirtle because that's every every week I'm seeing you know Lovin gets dogs and he deserves dogs for some of the stuff that he does he's not been the worst out of the back but he hasn't he's not, and I think that was the, the sort of final nail for me was watching Marshall run at Skirtle and Scott, Skirtle just stand there mm. effectively yeah. stand there didn't put a leg he didn't do anything but that's the same that, as the West Ham game as well yeah and it's it's just how long can this guy get away with these type of things at the heart of our defence mm. while Lovren who look I, I've i said this many a time I think they're as bad as each other I don't think either of them are great I think Sacco is, is the best defender out of three I still think they're all very accident prone they lose concentration I think they'd all become very good defenders alongside a leader I've said this many a time but it just annoys me the way that Skirtle week after week seems to make these same type of mistakes but then at the same time Rogers, the way that he sets up sometimes is asking Martin Skirtle to be a type of defender he's not which is a type of (coughs) defender that wants to come out with the ball use the ball Martin Skirtle is very good when he's blocking shots you know what I mean so like if you think of the Arsenal game where he had a, a good game, he's, it's sort of throwing your body on the line type stuff. He's he's good mm. at that. He's okay at that. But then when we look to split the centre-backs and start getting on the ball, you're asking two okay defenders to, to think they're fucking Mateus Sammer. It's, mm. it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think for me, Skirtle is the, is the rotten apple in that back four. Um, and... I just can't see for the life of me how he gets dropped because Rogers just can, he's the consistent one, mm. you know. And everyone likes to throw, uh, you know, throw things at Lovren how it's him making this mistake, and they literally are obsessing over the smallest detail. While Martin Skirtle lets people run through him, and it's not even questioned am- amongst Rogers that he should get dropped. I, I don't know. It just I think I the, the reason the, the reason why Skirtle gets away with it and why he's still fucking stealing a living with us is that he's lucky in the fact that. There always seems to be at least one other defender at the club who probably isn't doesn't make as many errors as him. But when they do, it's more slapstick. Like you, you can think of Torre kind of. <laughs> remember thirteen, fourteen. Torre had an okay season for someone who was brought in, you know, as a veteran to kind of fill plug the holes gap. and all. Yeah, 
he, he had two moments of madness when he passed it in each of me and when he scored that ridiculous own goal against Fulham. <laughs> where Skirtle scored about six own goals that season and f- gave away fuck knows how many goals. But because it's not quite as funny looking as, you know, like stuff Torre does, or Lovren, you know, fucking... Falling over. The, you know, the, the, the thing against West Ham where he's trying to shield the, bo- the, the stationary ball out for a fucking <laughs> goal kick or something. Like, he doesn't... It's not quite as, like, slapstick. So he gets away with it. He looks like not as bad and you think okay he's probably the most solid one whereas every week he seems to let people kind of walk through him or whatever mm-hmm. that's why he fucking gets away with it he's just it would be I, my latest thing is I wonder would Lovren be any better, better without Skirtle like how you know I've been, does, I've been saying it I've been no, saying no, no, it no, for no, fucking no. months <laughs> at this stage I, someone on I can't remember who it was someone cleverer than me on Twitter was like <laughs> literally go to um, any freeze frame of our back four you know, when we're pressing. And watch what Skirtle does, which is drops the back line five yards, five Mm. yards, five yards. So he just creates all this space in the midfield. And as a result of that space, runners get in and love run or whoever's playing left centre-back ends up getting dragged out wide. And the other thing is, Skirtle loves getting dragged out wide because he can do his world-famous sliding (laughs) (laughs) sliding (laughs) tackle for the cameras type. when he gets up and he doesn't look back just runs towards me nearly get the fuck out we're 40 yards up the pitch <laughs> so you know what was interesting tonight is Gomez played centre back Gomez is quick mm-hmm. so I wonder actually would Lovren who is a very front foot defender and looks calamitous when it goes wrong would he look a lot better with a quick centre half next to him who can mop up you know mop up some of those times where it goes wrong now we shouldn't have to build a team around Lovren I'm all for that and actually it should probably be Gomez and Sacco who start at centre back but Skirtle oh my god Skirtle should be benched straight away there's okay. no doubt about that I believe cup. that we were going to get like 20 odd million off Man City I can't believe oh, no, 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 when you no, actually no, think no, backless like, I know oh, <laughs> I remember, I remember <laughs> we were actually doing the part time I remember take it take it there's so much more <laughs> right, players you can yeah. there's one good fucking season yeah. but I, right okay so leading on from it, from, from that the other, the, the other difference between Saturday and tonight was Roster playing instead of Lucas I was laughed at in here by somebody I won't mention who it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for saying that Roster's a better player than Lucas you didn't say Roster was a better player we'll call, said... call him D Thomas no that's not that's David T <laughs> you said we should start Roster against Arsenal away ahead of Lucas which is stupid it wasn't fucking it was. stupid it was that's a big call you that's played. a big call oh, don't give a fuck <laughs> because Lucas has always been a player that looks good in a team that's going to finish 6th or 7th and he's never looked. He's never looked a starting player in a team that's going to finish fourth. No, you don't have to. Just get it out there. I'm not a dragon up all the time. No, but genuinely, looking at roster tonight, he looked. He looked a much better like for me he looked a better player and the reason why he looked a player, better player is he's mobile and he's able he's able to cover the ground. Yeah, yeah. No, tonight. He looked better than Lucas. There's no doubt about that. Now, I, I, the other tonight, thing is, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> tonight, you're right. He's scared because he knows I'm snarky. traveling today. But no, genuinely, all I think is there was before Torre gets injured. I actually thought the midfield setup was, was pretty decent that we had tonight, and I, I, I thought myself as well. And that was just watching the first half. The even when when Chirivella came in and Chan dropped back in. They had started to grow. The two boys had started to grow into the game. And, you know, the, the goal actually comes. I think Roster snuffs out that, that, that threat because he had been covering those positions but more mm. or less through, through the night itself. And you can see that Brannigan is, 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 falls asleep mm. for the goal scorer. He, but we shouldn't be playing with either Lucas or Roster in the midfield. But 
No, but, but, uh, but definitely not Lucas. Yeah, no, I mean, and this is my point. Going back to the, to the Saturday match, I like again. I saw. I was there going. If Lucas starts against Norwich, right? Fuck, I'm going but, uh, full on. My, my issue. Demo, my issue here is the, the selection against United. I'm there going. This fella was 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 immobile, and again, it's the skirtle thing. If he plays, right? Yeah. You're never going to push you're up the pitch. Gonna, hmm. And he's grand if the if the play. I want. He's not even grand if. He, look. He's going to give away free kicks around the edge of the area. I think it was 11 minutes we had on the, on, the, on the clock for the fourth one where he's going like this, giving the wave, and it's about five yards. It's in the most dangerous area you could possibly have around uh, the 18-yard box. And you're like going, are we missing? Does, does nobody count the stats? I'm sure somebody out there has to be counting the stats of the amount of free kicks that's been given around, around the edge of the box by Lucas because it must be in the double figures for each match. Lucas is who you play if, you're, if you've got a tough away game and you want to play a back seven. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he plays in the middle of that back Which seven. Which is why it worked to a yeah. degree against Arsenal. That's it. You play a back seven, Lucas in the middle of it when he's got 10 yards of space to monitor. He's good then. Mm. His Arsenal performance was we said it on the pod afterwards, it was completely overhyped, mm-hmm. Lucas. Completely overhyped. He got a new fucking contract on the back of it. That's how overhyped it was. I uh, don't know. No, I think that's harsh. I, th- I think he was good against Arsenal. Okay, I think he was, good. I think You're wrong. He was all right against Arsenal, but it's the game that's in it, right? Which is, we're not necessarily um, expecting too much in the midfield except to be compact mm. and whatever. And he got completely shown up and he gets completely shown up when then when when anyone who can turn a run through central midfield and that was United. United. And, and yeah. you know what, right? Uh, going back to the United game, because I didn't I, I didn't think we got as run through tonight. It still it still happened a couple of oh, times. We did tonight. Uh, yeah, I know. They created know. six clear catch yeah, chances. Yeah, the thing that it was annoying I was asleep they, for about... they pick it up on the wing and be able to run right across. Yeah. They were straight through like, right across us without yeah. somebody coming out and trying to challenge yeah, for the ball. Yeah, yeah. That that like that I can't get. But the difference out. tonight is we got two teenagers in the midfield, so yeah. you expect them to not be as switched on positionally. Mm-hmm. Lucas is twenty seven. He's meant to be at his peak. Mm. You know, but the, the thing about the United, yeah, I'll be straight with you. Look, they didn't have a centre forward for a start, right? Mm. And that that drove yeah. me fucking wild. And going back to the, the thing about the setup of the team and the whole lot, right? We should have gone there. Going back to your earlier point, Jamie, we should have gone there, balls out like it. Yeah. Looking right, especially when you see the team sheet, you're never going to get a better oh. chance there. And, and and that you know to take the pressure off, go there, biggest rivals, pull the pants down, and and give especially them a good, you know, after it, last match, it would have been perfect. Uh, and I just think that's why Rogers for me, you know, he, he lost me a little bit because. If there was ever a time for Brendan Rodgers to be Brendan Rodgers, it was it was that game, um, and everything he everything he did made no sense to me. But he, he did it last season. We were in. We, he was in a bad position last season, and he went to Old Trafford and played three at the back. Played Glenn Johnson in the back three, and we all laughed. <laughs> but that's the best game he. I think that was probably our best. Uh, it was our best performance of the season when we went there, and we lost three 0 The hair had an unbelievable mm. game. Yeah. But it could have been three or four. So why, when he's had the entire back end, we've had a good start. That's all he need, I just. Uh. But do you know, do you know what got to me as well in that game? Again, the hair comes back into for that match, right? And pulls off two fucking wardies when it's one 0 right? Yeah. So you're there going, oh, you fucking prick, like. You know, could you not get Romero? <laughs> you knew with, it though. You knew you as just soon knew, as he, yeah. you knew he was going to have a world, yeah. and you knew that Marshall was going to score. Like that's just it was but just the, written. The, right? the, the most fucking frustrating thing was when Bateke scores the overhead. You think to yourself, right, we've been shit today, right? But these are gank, and there is <laughs> a good <laughs> chance get a punk, that we can yeah. get a fucking equaliser here, mm. right? And you're just like going, oh and then that 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 shit happens. He comes on, you're like. Fucking, I don't know. Just chop him in two as he's running towards you. Don't let him run towards yes. you. Just w- uh, step up so he can't run. And then when he does, like, 
we creamed ourselves over Coutinho's fucking drag backs and everything against against the Yamana uh, Nacho Monreal of Arsenal, right? And then it was like, or whatever his name was, it Hector Bellerin. or something? Bellerin, yeah, yeah. So look, that was games ago. But there was, <laughs> <laughs> but I. Marshall didn't even do that to Skirtle. Like, there was no trickery yeah, involved. He, he just walked into it. He just walked, walked in. down through. Yeah. He just, Martin, Martin Skirtle just Martin Skirtle it. Yeah. That's all. But that, that fucking United game, yeah, they, they played Fellaini up front and we dropped right back onto yeah. our box. They, like, that United team is absolute shit. They're, they're not comfortable unless they're tippy-tapping the ball around, like, you know, in their own half, basically. And we just let them. Didn't, didn't say, okay, let's see what happens if we press these and they don't have all this comfortable possession. We just let them. And, like, they're, they're not even a dangerous team with it. They just pass it around. And they, and small they, segue to say that Van Gaal is a bigger fucking fraud than Rodgers, right? Absolutely. <laughs> fucking fraud. That's not the worst record the Moyes now and spend something like 300 million or something yeah. stupid like He's that. He's serving stupid up fish face. worst football than Moyes did. Mm. Worst football than Moyes. Yeah. And, like it, people like this is still this perception that he's only in the door and like yeah. you know this is his third match or it's it's gonna click any minute. Yeah. It's absolute horseshit. I know we're ones to talk like the fucking shit we watch every week. <laughs> yeah, but, but we're Jesus saying we're, most of us are saying he's just like <laughs> the manager. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas United is saying he's a fucking genius because he says mad things on stage. He's a fu- he's not. A fu- <laughs> He's not a fraud. That's a that's a bad thing to say about him. But he's he had a fraudulent reign at United. He is be he is terrible at United. They're yeah. terrible. And for us to go there and bend over like that is yeah. that, that first half from both teams was possibly the worst spectacle yeah. for the Premier League. Yeah. That it, 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 it was not even passing to feet. It was passing out of play. Like I think it was only Luke Shaw. Who, uh, to be honest, you know he's he's been good. Um, you know he impressed me. But other than that, the standard of football from both teams was absolutely. But Pangal's tactic was probably. Do, uh, do some tippy tappy stuff, lads, and eventually Martin's girl. <laughs> 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 Just hang on in there. <laughs> eventually, Martin's girl. <laughs> I felt sorry for Gomez on the penalty. I, I just just say because again I, I, I'm, no so I'm going back to because he is a kid and shit's going to happen right but you can already see that there's this like, he was big Joe Gomez at the start of the season the greatest defender that ever lived right there was, <laughs> he was he, Agreed. He, a titan of, of football and now it's like uh, he's not ready, is he? Now he's not yeah, really yeah. that ready for it. And it's like I think no, but there's yeah. far far bigger worries than the oh, team. No, 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 no. defenders give away Abs- penalties. I mean, all right, he absolutely, absolutely. Listen, he dived in, but again, he's at left back. He's out of position. I think Moreno's being given a bit of a short sharp at, at this stage. And looking at Moreno's performance tonight, I was saying to myself, look, that, that's a fellow who needs to come back into the side. But just, a bit of just a, given a what? Sorry, a I, I, nev- I never know the. Sharp. I never know these phrases you bring. I up. think he made that one up. Don't don't call it. But. Just on the penalty, a lot of people have said that if he doesn't dive in, Herrera's running the ball out of play. In his defence in Gomez, I don't think Herrera is. I no. think Herrera gets to that ball. Unless, unless, comes in. unless Herrera's gone really thick yeah. and just runs over the line. But I, and I don't think he's that thick. <laughs> <laughs> he probably could have stood him up, though. Possibly. Yeah, See, I mean, the thing is, these things happen. Like They, they happen in football. Yeah, and exactly. now, because of social media and, and everybody likes to overanalyze, these get these things get focused focused on way too much. Yeah. It happens. So, sometimes you give away penalties, sometimes you make I mean, the decisions. problem for Gomez is, is, is the one against West Ham, not the penalty. Yeah. It's yeah. the one where he lets it go through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's, that's the ones that you want to try and knock out. But, you know, as I said, th- these type of things with, with penalties and things like that, players are allowed to make mistakes. As long as it doesn't repeatedly happen and yeah. you have an issue... You know they're not robots. They're going to make mistakes. But I just think in this day and age now, everyone is so focused on every small detail that they they blow it up. And that's yeah. why I worry for for Joe because he's as you said before, Phil. Like he's been he's been played out of position. When you you come to a new club, you want to make a great impression, and he did. Mm. But at the same time, 
maybe that was a little bit of adrenaline keeping him through. You know, first couple of games, there's been a bit of an adrenaline dump now. He's still stuck out of position. You know, the lad would be crying out just to play in his natural position, mm-hmm. feel his way into the side. The, the one thing I worry about, and it's the same with Firmino, if you persist on playing people out of position and their confidence takes a hit, you've then got to try and get that player back to the levels that, exactly. that they come in on. And that, that's where mm. Rodgers is kind of selling a couple of people down the river a little bit. OK, I suppose, let, let's, because uh, we have to do, I suppose we have to preview. Who are we playing at the weekend? Is it, Norwich. Norwich? Yeah. Yeah. Norwich or Villa let's just preview both of them <laughs> <laughs> you want to take the week off I've given up football so who gives a, who gives I think Norwich have like was that Dan yeah I think Norwich have only <laughs> Norwich have only lost twice in the last like 29 games or something that's grand because we've only won four times in the last 116 yeah, exactly. games so, so, you know, so, but uh, just thinking oh Norwich <laughs> that, we, we have focused a lot on the defence but look let's be honest about it well, and we've said it we touched on it as well there's nothing going on up front. Jamie, you mentioned it. Everything is so isolated. We, we you know, we criticised Balotelli last year a lot. And, you know... The, 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 don't the, go there, Phil. Don't, no, don't, no, no, go, no. Don't, don't be trying to defend Mario now. No, no, no. But what, what I'm saying, because I'll, I'll also bring it around to Sturridge as well when, he's play, when he played up front last year. And also all the other strikers that played up front. Every time the, they were being isolated. Like, if, if you go back to even the first game of last season against Southampton, Sturridge wasn't, was nowhere near effective until Lambert comes on and it's no longer one up front. Yep. There's somebody up there and there's a threat, right? We don't seem to have learned anything. And we, as we met, touched on it, we don't know how to play Benteke. We don't know how to play Firmino. We've also pushed Coutinho out of, his, out of probably his naturally best position to play him wide on the left-hand side. None of this makes any sense. No. So how, 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 how is this going to be fixed? Because looking at it tonight, I will say, second half, we did look... There seemed to be a little bit more cohesion. Not much now, hmm. because Bordeaux are, let's be frank, they're absolute tripe, yeah, right? Yeah. But like, you know, the, there seemed to be a little bit more cohesion. There seemed to be a bit of logic. Even Lalana looked a bit better in the set. Like, he was, he was garbage in the force. I won't even mention his pretend defense. I was luckily injury. stuck in the Dublin traffic in the first half, oh, so I must man. have missed. I thought Lalana played that in the second half. The, pret- <laughs> the pretend fake injury was hilarious. <laughs> he was going through, and if you had any pace, he was away on his bike, right? Yeah. And a fellow comes across and nicks it off him, and he kicks, his fre- kicks fresh air and then dives to the ground, and you're like, I think so. Oh, is he seriously injured or something? And then he showed it back and play back. There wasn't even a contact, and he was running over for five minutes. Refi has to stop play, but you know, he does pick it up in the second half. He was a lot more involved in the game. Took his goal very well. I think that's frustrating though when you see him do things like that for the goal, like because that was top class. Like let's ignore all the other nonsense. That was a top class goal. Like if that was, it reminded me of Torres a little bit a couple of years ago at Marseille. You know when he was out uh, wide and mm. he's, he's come in and bent it round, and that's top class. Um, why don't we see that more often? That's the that's the thing. I you mean, know, with all the good, there's there's ten bad, and you can't have that ratio. The you know problem I mean? for Alana is that. To quote our good friend Damo Flood, he's a bit of a match of the day player, right? Which is, he'll do something that will make the highlights a match of the day, yeah, yeah. right? Which is like a goal like that, or you'll do a little shimmy, or you'll have a shot, or whatever. But it's, he's actually not impactful enough on the overall game and the way mm. that we play. So, what you're going to get with Lalana is moments of individual bits like that, mm. but, you know, versus his overall effectiveness on the team. And that's where you worry, you know, what's his attribute to you that he brings to the side right so I think Rogers likes him because he tends to keep the ball so he recycles the ball a lot but we've got too many players that recycle the ball what we need is play I talked about it before but you know we need killers like you need people that are going to beat a man score a goal you know doing a set whatever it is you know things that are that are penetrative and he's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. so but he's going to start Sunday I mean you, you were asking what's going to change he actually became more effective as he became in centrally yep you know 
but we got too many players who want to play central. Yeah, it's yeah, just crazy. We, you know, we're going to end up with like just a line of people in a in with a, a few number tens, and we don't play a number ten. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll even go to, tonight to, to the wing backs, right? Origi, whenever I've seen him play. For you know, when he was playing for Belgium or whatever, a bit of Lilo watched last year as well. When we're, what does this fellow look like in the whole lot, right? He was more a storage type striker than a Benteke type striker. Mm. We weren't trying to play him like that tonight. You know, we were hitting the balls up to him. He wants he wants those he wants those classic Coutinho balls where he can sit on the shoulder of a defender, get a true ball, and play it down. And going back to the point, Ings comes on and he's running around and he's he's, he's trying his best out there, right? You know. It's nearly, nearly a great I was willing that to go in there it was a fantastic the, touch wasn't it was yeah. but you know just the small and we go back to a bit earlier on the small tactical adjustment putting Coutinho in there putting Lallana even in if you, if you want in, in a Europa League game in as a 10 and playing two strikers yeah just don't understand just the aversion because two you've got wing backs you don't need to put if, and if you're going to play three up top in that system they shouldn't be the ones providing the width. That's mm. what your full, that's what your wing backs are there for. Because that's I thought I was very ineffective tonight. But then yeah. I also thought his channel was closed off an awful lot because he spent an awful lot of time sitting on the toes of whoever was out, there, whoever was up there in, in that right forward position. I think the basic premise of football that you kind of taught from a young age is if you're picking a team, you pick a system to suit the players that you have rather than picking your system first and then shoehorning players into yeah, positions. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we went to the diamond, you're getting your best players in their best positions, which is ben Te- uh, you're getting support for Benteke. Um, so whether that's Ings as a willing runner till Storage is back, then if you have Firmino in his natural position as the 10, creating, he was one of the most creative players in Europe last year. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we playing him in, yeah. in the 10? Yeah. I personally, now and not everyone agrees, but I personally think Phil is better as a, a little bit deeper, yeah, picking definitely. it up and running because yeah. he can rat, yeah. he can yeah. rat in the middle. Um, then you've got a difficult situation who you pick alongside and me personally I'd pick Henderson um, and the reason being again if this is up for, up for debate um, I think Henderson's better going forward and yes he's got more discipline than the rest to play a little bit deeper or the deep, uh, the, the base of the four but I think Chan can play that position um, personally if you're going to look at that and then you, you're getting most of your best players in their best positions and, you, and you're giving us the best chance of winning mm. I mean I, I, I'd play the diamond too I wouldn't play Chan uh, who I think has been really poor the last few games I'd play Assuming everyone's fit, I think you play Henderson at the base, yep. uh, Milner on the right, Coutinho on the left, Firmino in the 10, and then when Sturridge is fit, you play Sturridge and Benteke up front. And I think that's the team. I, I just, I don't understand why we're, and you can rotate the base then, you can, you know, rotate Henderson forward, bring Can in, but I, I, I don't. I don't think Emre Can is a is a deep lying midfielder. I think he's either a centre back bringing it out, or he should play further forward. I'd I think probably he's... even play Allen at the base. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not even no. a huge fan of Allen, but, no. but I would. You would no, but that, that's the problem. Wouldn't. That's the problem we've left ourselves. That? That's the problem we've left ourselves. We don't have someone that plays at the base. There's no play roster then. No, shut up. Exactly. Play roster. Play roster. Why not? Stick with it, Phil. Bring him back off loan. Give them a lend of fucking skill. Big Joe Gomez is up in the diamond. If he's going to play Swap George Williams back to us, right? No, 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 seriously. I, 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 there's no point out about Henderson. He's out injured. I don't think he's coming back in the short term. And if he does, he's been fifth for Norwich. Listen, if he comes back and plays against Norwich, we're, he's probably going to miss the next three or four yeah, games, and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that cycle, and we'd be better off. If he comes back against him. Norwich, he's on the Messi drugs. We'll, we'll, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk about Norwich, but looking, looking at who we have available <laughs> in the last two games and putting them all together, the midfield for me is Milner, it's Chan, and it's probably Rossiter. Right now, 
how you're going to set that up, you can set it up whatever way you want. And then you're putting Coutinho at the top. Because going back to your point, Firmino has done nothing. Right now, I know he hasn't played as, he hasn't yeah. played his natural position. Mm. But I would rather set up the diamond, get the diamond working, then bring him in at the tip when you want to move, when you want to arrest Coutinho or something like that. Get the formation working with the players who are as close to form as possible. Or play him up front. Or play him up front as one, as one of yeah. the options. Yeah. I'd get Milner the fuck out of midfield, I would. Not I, I, I think he's a right winger, I do. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm just I'm talking about because I seen Milner in the first couple of games and he was doing well where he wasn't asked to sit and hold a midfield. He was actually doing well as, uh, alongside Henderson. I'm saying to you you, you, you go with the diamond and for me it has to be the diamond, right? It's the only one, it's the only formation we haven't fucking tried this season either. We've tried everything else and it doesn't work. So let's try something Lads, that what happens if we play the diamond and we're still shit? <laughs> then at least we'll be set at at least we can know that. Shit. It's closure. We're at closure. We can say no matter what we do, we're shy. You can say they were all right. They were all right. But the truth of it is, I mean, it's an interesting point. The actual problem is not necessarily the formation, right? It's the tactics. You know, four three three works for some of the best teams in the world, right? So we can't pretend like we're above it. Like it can't work for Liverpool. Four three three can work. Four three three could work with the players who played. At Old Trafford, arguably. But you need to have Ings off Benteke's shoulder. You need to have Firmino off his other shoulder. You need to say, no, you three are attackers. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fucking come. And come and then, if that's the case, and the bit that we're missing out here is we're trying to be very fucking protective with the fullbacks. So yeah. one is going and one is staying. If you're playing that type of 4-3-3 system, your width purely comes from your fullbacks yeah. and your, your fella at the base of the midfield drops in to make an auxiliary centre-back. The same way Carrick was playing for United against exactly. us. Exactly. He drops in into that. And if Look how often Damien got forward on the right-hand side. Mm. But if you're asking, sure. if you're saying about, about um, Chan not being suitable to, to fit, fit as a defensive midfielder, right? Yeah. In that 4-3-3 system, he could do it. That's where he's ideal because yeah. he drops in naturally and becomes an auxiliary centre back. It's not that I think he can't do it. I think he's been really poor. Like, no, no, I, I think I'm, he's played really poor. I, so thought, I, I thought he's. You know, I, I thought I don't he, was, think he gets in our best team. I thought arguably he was our, who, who was the mo- most direct player we had against United. And I'm not saying he was good. I'm saying at least he got on the ball and went at them. If every every time he looked around at Benteke, the only person that was getting near to him at all was Chan. I thought Chan was good against West Ham. Was it? I can't even fucking remember. He was he was the best out of all our shit players in one of the games where we were really shit. <laughs> so whichever one that was, he was okay in that. But I like Emre Can. Right? But tonight, tonight, uh, tonight, I'm looking at it and going, look, at, uh, we're now getting into a, uh, into a situation with, the, with with a fellow where he now no longer knows what his best position is, right? And he's he's going through. Uh, a he's getting position. played right back for Germany. He's getting right, played right back for Germany. He's he must be saying to himself now. Right, I want to be a centre midfielder, but I'm nobody wants. To, I'm a left winger. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going up front, and I'm yeah. playing up front. But no, you know, and that that can ruin a player as well. I'm just not sure it's fixable with some of the confines that we seem to have. Like it's fixable, I think, if you've got a blank piece of paper and say, okay, start. Mm. You know, like with if all it was the a new manager. Of a, yeah, well, I, I am like kind of getting towards that a yeah. little bit because I do think there's. You can imagine us playing a counter attacking formation right mm-hmm. where you put a lot of aggression and pace in the team you know and go there say play Moreno as a bit of as a winger play Ibe as a winger Benteke as the pivot and then have attacking midfielders support him you could play that or you could play three at the back you know but don't we can't play, I don't see why we're playing three at the back and two deep lying central midfield players that mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me because no. you're playing a back seven then mm-hmm. so you could play three at the back with wing backs and have attacking midfielders and strikers and that's really attacking so it's actually a, it's more he's got to to quote Jamie he's got to go balls out here 
Like that's the oh, it doesn't matter about the fucking formation. Put as many attacking players in that team as you could possibly get and tell them to attack. Mm. And if we get beat because we're shit defensively, we're going to beat now because we're shit defensively. It, so it, it just goes attacking. If he's so worried about losing his job, which it seems a bit of self-preservation at the minute with him, you know, it, the best way of him keeping his job is to actually fucking attack people. Like he needs to realise that it's this doing this defensive sort of um, setting up in blocks is, is not going to help him. Um, I think one. Thing I don't think he's. I don't think he's scared of losing his job. I don't think that's why he's making his decisions. I think he is just scared generally. I don't think it's like. I don't think he's thinking. If I don't win this game, I'm going to lose my job. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's how the best way not to lose my job. I just think he's lost his confidence in terms of how he wants to play. Or even worse, this is how he wants to play. But the thing I, is, he, I, I, well, you know what space I'm in. Yeah, you think this is how he wants to play. I think this is how he wants to play. Well, that, because if you go back, then to, he will lose his job. Yeah. And, and the reason why I think it is is if you look at the Swansea team where he finishes tenth or eleventh and does very well with Swansea in the Premier League, they don't score many goals. They did, and they still yeah. conceded. They still conceded a lot of goals. Yeah, but but, but, they, no, but they kept the ball. Like yeah. they, this team, that that does not you, look like if, a team that like but that's the, been the told, one, the one go thing, out and keep the ball or you're dropped. But that's the one thing Paul he criti- he's criticised in the press. It isn't about we haven't had real direct tre- tre- uh, thing. He's talking about that we're, our ball retention isn't yeah. good. Fuck our ball retention. Mm. You know, I don't give a bollocks how much, what possession f- percentage of football we have. If we're able to cut through a team willy nilly, sit back, hold, cut through a team willy nilly, you know, play and play a, a very aggressive counter attacking soil, right? And I'm not saying long balls, I'm talking about fucking a really fast, aggressive counter attacking style, almost like we did when, when Suarez was there. Because that's Remember how quick we used to just. It was just bang, it, 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 and it was, it was gone. Mm. And that was some of our best football. But we haven't bought a quick player. No, no, no. We haven't bought a single player that has pace. Markovic. And we sacked Mark, Markovic off. Until his knees stopped bending. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just think. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, it's, it's it's bleak, hard. isn't it? It's hard. It's not. It is bleak, but it isn't. It isn't. I mean, <laughs> but well, that, that's <laughs> because I, I, there's I so much wrong that this is why it feels like sort of the beginning of the end, like it you were does, saying at yeah. the start of the pod. Because like you can talk about formations and the players, like these players don't look like they're about to just suddenly click, and they like they look a fucking million miles off that, and it just seems that's why it seems to me like we're sort of because you can't have a defense that doesn't have one of Toure, Skirtle, or Leverton. Right, you can't have a midfield that doesn't have Lucas in because he's going to pick Lucas. Right, he's going to pick Lalana. Right, so there are things which he's just the things we're talking about that require fixing for me are pretty wholesale in terms of his you know in terms of what we need to do, and he's not going to do that. But in terms of what, whether it's bleak or not, I still stand by the fact that on paper this squad is the best squad we've had in. I, I agree with that, and I think that's the heart with Rogers. Like he's criminally. Under using our squad, and that's that, and that that's where the book has to stop with him because ultimately we have got the players. I do think we've got one of the strongest squads we've had in a long time. We've got genuine match winners um, in Firmino, uh, Benteke, Coutinho. You know they're, they're quality players. Um, I think people are now seeing the true value of Henderson. Uh, you know a lot of people did already, but I think most people now since he's been gone, um, you know he's pivotal to everything that we do. That's good. Um, we've got great young players. Um, so. It's it's it has to stop with Rogers. But it, in the last since Suarez left, right, we've played uh, forty three games. games in the <laughs> league, right? Do you know how many times we played two up front? Eleven. Three. Three. Tottenham away, we won. West Ham at home, we won. We won. And Tottenham at home, we won. Mm. 
Three times he's played two strikers. Well, he played, didn't we play West Ham away and get smashed around? But it was like Barini and Balotelli up front, so really we played no strikers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we changed four the, diamond, nothing. No, but then Barini doesn't, Barini doesn't, doesn't count. Okay, yeah. Barini's <laughs> not a striker. He's not a human. He's not a person. <laughs> he doesn't exist. Count. So maybe Sorry, it's more. Maybe it's more than three. But one. my point is, out of forty odd games, we've played two up front. Yeah. So if I if I was trying to say if I was in with Rogers now, I would say. If there's just one thing you need to do, it's play two strikers up front next to each other, and I just do that. Mm. Let everything else will work itself out for now. Just do that against Norwich. Play two strikers, mm-hmm. right? Mm. But take it would be better. Yeah. Everyone, I feel so sorry for him. I feel so sorry for him. Like he's he, he's feeding off scraps. He's, I mean, he's wanted to make an impact again, and he, again, he's been sold, you know, down a garden path. Like he's, he's, he's up there on his own, surrounded by fucking defenders or de- uh, defensive midfielders shielding balls into him. So, and people are criticising him. And, but if like, you, what you if want you to scouted do, like, him against, if you scouted him for Villa, which I assume we have, if we paid that much money for him, right? Oscar he's he always good. played, <laughs> but he's always played either up front with another striker that or list is surround, <laughs> surrounded by pace. Yeah. Hmm. We're doing neither to him. We're doing neither. So I, I just, that's the bit that baffles me. Yeah, like even, like a game like United at Old Trafford, that is a game where you could use him sort of directly. Yeah. But get some fucking runners around exactly. him. So like, like he's not taking the ball down yeah. and like suddenly he's, it's him and four defenders and 50 yards of space like, yeah. with his back to goal. And Coutinho doesn't out. fix that. A lot of people have been saying we were missing Coutinho. Coutinho is never going to do that. Coutinho that's doesn't be, But beyond. he's also going to be stuck out wide. Yeah. As we've seen that the, the, this is Hamilton well, can I fixes just, it a little bit because it breaks the line. But to finish on a, on a positive note, I suppose let's just talk about Lovren. And I want to let's finish on a positive note. The overhead kick, oh. best overhead kick scored in Old Trafford ever. Yeah, but it's ruined because we're surrounded by about nine Man United fans. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it was a good one. You're having a pop there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking shitter, that was. Come ask me, bollocks. You have to, yeah, fat bastard. He can't even get his own team. He's too fat. Can't fit in the change room. That's why he wasn't allowed. But it was ridiculous skill. It's ridiculous. But it's one of those where... Uh, it's a bit like Coutinho's worldy where he's probably just going fuck this now I'm not hating <laughs> this near anyone nobody's giving me fuck all all day so I'm just going to have a go at this yeah. it's a beautiful goal the, the problem for, not the problem sorry to bring it back into a, a down is that we've scored three goals and none of none of them have been as a result of good play mm. Coutinho's a worldy Benteke is a worldy and Benteke's offside goal is because they don't clear a corner yeah. So we haven't actually created a goal yet, if that mm. makes sense. But it's a Until tonight, goal. where we created a goal. Well, even that's a bit of an individual kind of it's magic the, from Lalana. Grand. No, but it's a throw. Lalana takes it, nutmegs a guy and scores. The, it created a goal. All right, I'll give you that. In all fairness, we have created chances, though. So I think the, in the Bournemouth game, uh, Coutinho didn't have a shooting boot on. And then mm. against United, oh, we, we there was have a couple created, of chances. But we just haven't created just a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, no, but well, again, again we, we created chances against Arsenal. But again, we play completely differently against Arsenal. And that remains a frustration. I think we're all... I, well, I am. I'm just frustrated with it. It's just like... Because there's actually... I would suggest... So much quality there that we... It's not like Hodgson in that when Hodgson was there there was a little bit of you looking at that squad and going Jesus Christ that's a terrible squad and look at that as a result right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've gone away in Europe you've played a bunch of kids 
you've got a draw. Yeah. You win your home match against Bordeaux, job done. Yeah. That's absolutely. four points out of, out of six for the. For, for and that. big experience for pe- for people. You got to see Joe Gomez at centre back alongside. Sacco got minutes. Moreno was back in the side. There's lo- when you think of it long term, there's loads of positives tonight. So I, I don't overanalyze that. But if we then move to Norwich and he goes back to the same old, uh, you know, the, the, the fucking. Chuckle Brothers centre back, mm-hmm. um, you know the, the Lucas in front of them, and and we go in and put a bad performance, and we've got Benteke isolated. He's got two or three games, in my opinion, of that continuous state of affairs before he gets the chop. If he puts his balls on the table, then, then you, I think he'll get longer. You saved me having to think up of a segue. So let, let let's talk about Norwich because that's who we are playing next. I checked there a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> we really are the most, the most professional ago. outfit in the world, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to have a quick Google. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a different country this morning. Anyway, the fucking, genuinely, right? Looking at Norwich. Oh, genuinely. Yeah. That has to be, uh, that has to be three points and a performance. It has to be three points and a performance. Of course it does. Yeah. Anything else, Dave? Three points and a performance. Let's and, be clear here where he is right now. Mm. Three points, a few goals, and a good performance is fucking par. For where he needs to be right now, right? Mm-hmm. That is not, it's not going to do anything for him. It does nothing for him. It just stops him getting fired. It stops people uh, starting petitions to get him fired. It stops mm. people going crazy. But it does nothing. Well, it does nothing. I had one of my mates on, on Twitter there the other day. He turned around to me, I think it was the press conference with the Bordeaux, uh, Bordeaux game, and he was like, being fucking happy. Look at the fucking like, let's, let's wind this in a little bit. Here. Like the guy, what do you want him to do? Come out and cry in front of us all? Like he's what, trying to be positive. He's got to win. He's got to win. He's got to come out. Say that they win two 0 or whatever. He's got to come out and he's got. Doesn't matter. That's just the start. That's the first. That's the first hole. I haven't done anything. We got to win again, and, and he can't come out, which is what he will do if we win. Yeah, and he can't uh, yeah, come out you know, and go. You know what's coming. Yeah, you know, I've thought a lot. I've been up till five o'clock in the morning. I fixed it all out, and I saw these boys. They're great characters. All we needed. We was, found uh, a way to end. Found a way. Just don't say character in the interview, and that's ever, just <laughs> ever again. I don't care what he says. I'm but sure the point he's just is, trolling everyone. He's just. Going, I'm going to throw this in at every is. opportunity. He he's got. He's got a. Brendan Rodgers has a Twitter account and he goes on Twitter Definitely. after he says character and Definitely. he pisses himself laughing. <laughs> he runs deluded Rodgers. That's, that's his account. Like, it's it's, it's a troll like. yeah. yeah, yeah, the, the fictionist is kind to him and it's unkind to him. Well, he leaks to him. It's kind to him because <laughs> we've got Norwich, Villa, Carlisle, Everton. Mm. Norwich, mm. Villa, Carlisle, Everton. Something, something like that. Something yeah. like that. It is, right? yeah. So, it's kind to him in that he should win them. But it's unkind to him because no, nobody will give him credit for winning them. No. Mm-hmm. Because we should win them. And a well, single draw in there. Exactly. Right? That's and the him. minute that's you drop it. a point or a bad performance, that's why when I said at the beginning, it's a spiral. I don't see how he gets out of it. Mm-hmm. He's in a tailspin. R- re- results aren't enough now. No. Like, and that's that's a tough place for a manager to be in because results really are all that matter. You know what I mean? Get Navigate through these fixtures and then let's look where we're at. But it's not enough for him now. He needs way more than, than just a result. But let's take out our big cauldron of shit and keep storing it here, right? So, Norwich, we've battered them a thousand nil in the last four games, whatever we played them in. Suarez scored 100,000 goals in those matches, right? Yeah. And they drew a result against us. They're a, Norwich are a very good side. All joking aside, Alex Neal's a good manager. He will have I them. don't even know who he is. Yeah, I remember seeing him. <laughs> Does I he look seeing, a bit like a hamburger? Is a little I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember seeing I remember seeing them on... Shows on, a pitch in it. I'm going to see this. They, they, he's going to be the next <laughs> Liverpool manager, so you better start playing. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing a game against Watford or something at the start of the season, and I genuinely thought it was a championship match. I didn't know either of those two teams being promoted to the Premiership. That's how much attention I paid them. So and then they said, Alex Neal's like, who's he? So that's what was genuinely. I've no idea who he the is. The only advantage we, ha- 
we have is that they don't really have too much of a strike force. They play uh, Cameron Jerome up, Jerome up front. Uh, but literally so the only thing he's ever done in his score career is score a fucking 50-yard volley oh, so against goal. us. Yeah. The yeah. arsehole. Yeah. He's done nothing else. That was one of those Reno ones where he lets it go through his hands. He was caught a bit off his line, but, yeah. but still. Like, Didn't he know. play against us in one of Hodgson's fucking famous draws or something against Birmingham? Camera drum, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Did, yeah. Um, he tends to cro- he tends to reappear at these times. Well, he's also <laughs> now he's going to have Skirtle on toast because you know eventually again Alex Neal's team talk is going to be eventually lads. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's just Skirtle. running a straight line at him and he'll move out the way. <laughs> Not like. even that. Just eventually lads. Just hang on in there. Yeah, right. but, but that, that's what'll happen. Cameron will draw will dribble past Skirtle and yeah. score. But then nobody will notice that because Dejan Lovren will take it down his chest, volley it up three times and knock a 50-yarder past Mignolet and Skirtle will be gone. <laughs> That's how Skirtle survives. Because somebody else... Do this, Dejan. Do this. Take one for the team, Dejan. <laughs> right, okay. So let, let's talk about the setup. After tonight, we mentioned Moreno's had a decent game tonight, right? Um, roster... Definitely world class. Is this the team we want or the team that Rogers? What do we pick? think is going to play? Look, looking at, at the positives that came out tonight, right? And I think look, everyone's uh, going to name two teams. The I team know. that's going to play. <laughs> right. So come on, I think Dave Sa- Thomas. I think Saka will start. Do you? Yeah. For who? Lover. Mm. Big call. Made him captain tonight. He's made a big play in the press now about offering him a new contract. He was man of the match, I think, tonight. If I look on the echo, the local press are going big on him. I think he'll start Sacco. But he this, might start it This is the, the, the Sacco coming back into the team it's moment that happens every a, summer. A little yeah. bit of that, uh, I think. I think it should be for Skirtle, but I think it'll be for Lovren. Heading into Sacktober, so it's, yeah, like, it's yeah. October. Yeah, it's Sacktober. <laughs> and I think that Moreno will come in as well. Mm. But I, he'll keep... So, you know, Moreno, Sacco, Skirtle, Klein, probably the back four. So you reckon we go back to a four, we don't start with a three? Oh, Definitely. Definitely. Mm. I think he goes, he sticks with the, the Chuckle Brothers. I think mm. they stay at centre-back. I think he brings Moreno in at left-back and keeps Klein at right-back. That's not what I want, Let's just, but that's what I think Rodgers will do. Yeah, I mean, it's 50 I, I, think, I think he'll bring, yeah, he will. He'll bring them back, I think. I think they were just rested tonight. Well, I'm, I'm going to go on, on the slightly other, the other side of it. I think Sacco, yeah, I, I, think we go, I think we start the game on a back three. I think he's reverted to the back three thinking it'll bring some defensive solidity. I think you bring the two lads back in. I think you bring Sacco in. It won't give us any defensive solidity because that's just a mishmash of defenders who don't who won't know where to play. I, I don't know because he, uh, that would be atrocious because Skirtle can't play wide in the back three, so he can't play as the right side at centre back the way Sacco can move mm-hmm. out to the left and cover that channel, mm-hmm. and you can't play Lovren there. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be one or other of Skirtle. If we're playing a back three, it's got to be one or other of Skirtle or Lovren, and then Emre that's why it worked with Emery because he was yeah. so comfortable. Oh, Joe Gomez can do it. But I, 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 that's what I reckon anyway. Um, and then the wing backs for me would be Klein and, and Moreno. I think yeah, Gomez. I think, I think Gomez. I think going back to your point, I think that he will sit out this one yeah. purely because we've had the mistake against yeah, United. You've had the mistake against West Ham. And he's played tonight. And he's played tonight. And he made. You know, he didn't cover himself in glory for the goal either. So you know, there's, there's that bit that's going on. Played the England under twenty one games as well, mm. so he's had a lot of football recently, Gomez. So I think I think he'll sit out. And Moreno's look good, and he's an outlet. He's, he's an outlet. Do you know what I mean? And we haven't got many outlets, and we haven't got people that actually want to give us a bit of width. If we play Sacco, we play Moreno. I think Moreno's a great example, though, of how there are just some players that people will forgive anything. <laughs> like you know, like I think Moreno's a good player. I think he did. He does some okay things. No, I, I think. But I'm so I sick. I, 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 sorry, I am so sick 
of the not even looking and just crossing it into the box shit that he does like you know that's oh, he's a bit mad like oh, he's definitely a bit mad that. he's a bit mad he can't really defend but like n- neither can we so like <laughs> at least he gives us some for now for a player like, that's so <laughs> is actually so technically good the fact that he is so used he's worse than Enrique in the final third mm. well in fact in fairness all our players become worse than Enrique in the final tour at the moment, so he's he's not yeah. alone in that one. Play Enrique! Play, play Enrique! <laughs> Enrique! Surprise the fuck out of everyone! Play him up front! <laughs> <laughs> no, right, so... Okay, so it's back four. We're both re- uh, our back three. Yeah. I'm saying Sacco comes in, and I think that helps Moreno out because I think Lovren and Moreno is a cataclysmic <laughs> fucking clusterfuck, whereas Sacco and Moreno saw, actually works... If you play enough. Sacco, Lovren, Skirtle in a back three... We're done. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, that's that's fine. I don't disagree. Okay. So so in the midfield then. Yeah. So I'm saying he's sticking with a back four. So I think he'll play Lucas, mm. Milner, and Emerson. Okay. Yeah, that I, I think he's just gonna throw those three in together. Yeah. Like I don't think he has not any, changing anything. I, I don't think he has any great designs on how to change up the midfield. Yeah. He's gonna throw those three in again. Mm-hmm. I think totally agree. Yeah, Unless okay. Anderson's fit is the only thing but I don't think he will okay I reckon he starts in my con- on the continuation of, of Sugar two in midfield right? yeah so I'm, I'm, it's the same setup as he did tonight but the the two that goes in there are Milner and Lucas and the few not sticking with your boy Rasta no no this is who you think he's going to pick. This right? is who oh, I think right, he's okay. going to pick. Yeah. Okay. This is who I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I was oh even going God. to trade the back, I wouldn't. I wouldn't set up that way at all. Just I wouldn't put two there. Just yeah. so I'm clear, the right side of our defensive shape is Lovren in the middle, <laughs> Skirtle right side in the back, <laughs> and Lucas in front of him. Into stuff of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> now I think it's his lopsided triangle. So I reckon he's got Lucas on the right side slightly, but uh, more or less the defensive midfielder, Milner just to the left hand side, right? Yeah, and it's. What's going on in front here that we'll get onto in a minute? Lalana. <laughs> well, I think I think he starts Lalana. I think he drops Firmino, yeah. and he'll play Lalana, Coutinho, and Benteke. Yeah. Okay. So you're going with the which is horrible. That that's whole what I think he'll play. Horrible. I don't think he should, but that's what I think. So Lalana, Coutinho, Benteke, lots of pace there. Exactly. Very pacey. To get up alongside Benteke. Very pacey. Okay. Jay, and, you know, it's not I, like, I think exactly the same. I think Lalana stays in. Yeah. I think Coutinho um, as well in behind Benteke, and, and I don't think any of the problems have been solved personally with that team that he goes with. Okay, yeah, that's that's exactly well, in mind. Then Coutinho, not Lalana, is the is the third member of that lopsided midfield, right? And then he plays up top. Benteke, I agree, comes back in. He plays Lalana, normally wherever Lalana wants to play, and then Firmino stays. You've got one too many players there. No, I've got three in four and three. That's yeah, a plan of fail. Just, just, <laughs> Who's the wing back? Just, just let him go. Just let him go. Moreno and Gomez. No, Moreno and who did I pick? Lloyd. You've got one too many players. Well, then we'll drop fucking. Uh, we'll take what we can get at the minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're playing at 12. We're playing at 12. The probably tried at you. Will anyone notice? I think. Oh, yeah, because I've done two midfield. So, yeah, so actually, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. Who's, so Firmino drops out and you play Lalana. Right? So it's Lalana and. Yeah. It's Coutinho back, is it? For this? Yeah. Yeah. It was two yellows. So he only missed one game. Yeah, yeah, it's Lillian and Coutinho then start up alongside Benteke. So effectively we end up with the same tr- front three. Yeah. And then our midfield is Lucas and Milner. What does it tell you the though? The only difference is, is I'm playing Emery Jean, you're playing an extra centre-back. That's the only difference in our teams. Yeah, yeah. And what does it tell you though that a ho- pretty much a whole fan base would be united in the 11 we think we should pick? Give or give or take one, one maybe two. But we all know pretty much what the manager's <laughs> well, going to yeah, pick. Yeah. Like, let's, 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 this always fascinates me. The dream, the dream. Give me, give me your 11 that you'd start. Uh, it's now Henderson's not fit, right? So I'm, I'm putting that one in first. Okay. 
I would go for I'd probably go for Skirt and Gomez centre backs. Mm. Just get rid of the two clowns. Skirtle and Gomez. No, you no, mean Sacco and, and Gomez? Gomez? Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> criminal. <laughs> Skirtle and Gomez. Right, Sacco and Gomez. I go Klein and Moreno fullbacks. I go Diamond and put Chan. Um, then Coutinho and probably Milner ahead of him. Firmino, and then I just put Ings and Benteke up front. Okay. So no Henderson or is that just because he's injured just uh, consider if he's injured oh, yeah. I put him in an, instead of Milner ok if, um, if right so if Henderson's injured yeah I'll go exactly the same team um, yeah I think it has to be the diamond I think you're getting as we said before you, you're better players in their favourite positions and if you get six or seven of your better players in their favourite positions you've got more chance of winning a football match mm-hmm. so I'd go for the exact same team Dave did you play Sacco and Gomez at the backs yeah I said skirt by accident so and Emre Jan is the deepest yeah I'd play the same team. So we're all agreed. Who was, who was up top? Ings, Benteke. Ings and Benteke. Firmino at the 10th. Firmino behind them, yeah. And then midfield and was... Coutinho was in midfield. Coutinho with Milner. Milner to, Milner to right. I mean, I'd be tempted maybe to go Origi over Ings. With, yeah, maybe, uh, He's yeah. got a little bit more pace. Mm. But whoever the two are, as long as there's two strikers. But apart from that, I agree completely. Yeah, I, I look... I absolutely won't And that's the strangest thing. Is you get <laughs> yeah. base, as I said, like one or two personnel might be different, but the, the theory is the same. The whole fan base pretty much would probably go with that 11 for Saturday. Yet the manager, we know what team he's going to go with. Like, I just don't understand how he can keep persisting with this. It, it I, makes I, no I, sense. I, look, for me, even if, if, he, if he insists on playing Lovren, I just say, okay, I'd, I'd leave Gomez out and put Lovren alongside Sacco. And I've said this for a mm. long time. I thought, I thought Lovren has looked better alongside Sacco in the one game that they played. That's a, that's a, uh, enough of a sample base for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> we keep persisting with the other fucking thing and it never works. Well, we won 3-0. Huh? It was the Spurs game, right? Yeah. We won 3-0. And, then when, when, but, and, and this is my thing with fucking Skirtle. When Sacco plays alongside Skirtle, they're shit as well, right? So whenever anyone plays alongside Skirtle, it's that's shit. True. So just... Well, I've said this loads of times about Lovren, and I don't mean to harp on, because I think I said it last time I was on, that he was good alongside a dominant centre-back, which was Fonse. If you put him alongside Sacco and say, Sacco, you be the aggressor, which Sacco likes to be. He likes to win the ball. He likes to bully the uh, uh, attackers. Let him do that. And then let Lovren, you know, just concentrate on his own game. He likes to use the ball. He's a front foot defender, as Dave said before. Let Sacco do the aggression and then let let Lovren sit off and get the ball and, and, and get us playing. I think that gives us much more balance than, than, than Skirtle. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I think that I understand it is risky to go with Gomez and Sacco as a centre-back partnership, right? So I would probably be tempted to keep one of Lovren, well, I'd probably play Lovren, to be fair, over Skirtle. But I just, I don't see how he does it. I don't see how he, I don't see how he does it. I know, and that's why I think when we're all talking about what we expect to see, we're a uniform and more or less in the team that we pick. And, but the only difference is what we will say, if Henderson's fit in my tree, Lucas drops out and will be a Henderson Mil- Milner too. That's in there just to replicate what they did tonight. Yeah, and in so, mine, Emery Jean would drop out. Yeah, so. So. I mean, it's just, but I don't know. It's it, for me, it's less about the players and it's more about the way to play. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm like I can yeah. live with Lalana being in there if it's if Lalana say started in the number ten ahead of Firmino. I, okay, I wouldn't be delighted with it. Or even if Lalana played in midfield instead of Coutinho, we push Coutinho for it. I wouldn't be delighted with it. But if we play two strikers, for me, it's the two strikers. Yeah. Thing. Okay. That's the bit. For and me. If, but you could. But the problem is that at the moment you can see. You can see us putting out a diamond team, and they'd still look lost at the moment because I just I don't see what the team is being told to do. Yeah. 
from from midfield forward. Because the other see. risk is if we don't start figuring out where Sturridge is going to play and working out a system that incorporates Sturridge in it, he's going to end up coming in and playing left wing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just a fucking waste. Or right forward. Yeah. You on know, the wing. Yeah, but you th- I mean, if you think of, if they do go in a two, and it has to be in the two with um, arguably Firmino behind them, if Storage gets the freedom to drift off left and pick up the ball and basically just do what what he wants yeah. in and around Benteke, like that could be frightening. Like. But that's what I say. You can play four three three mm. if your three are uh, three narrow. attackers. Yeah. Uh, narrow, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. If, it's not four three three if the two lads are wide because they're wingers and it's a four five one. And let's yeah. be honest four, about one, it, four one four one, which is what yeah. it ended up being tonight. Anyway, right, look. Um, I'm sick of doing predictions because every week we predict a win um, and it hasn't worked the last five weeks. Despite being weeks. Liverpool fans we predict a win. Every week, right? <laughs> so, Paul, I'm gonna, we're going to do something different tonight. How many goals do you expect us to score against Norwich? One. Grant. <laughs> An own goal. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, you can include Oggs. So I'm not saying like we could score three and we, we might get, actually only win. If we go one up front, there's no way we're getting we're getting bag full of goals. Um, but fuck it, I'll be optimistic. We'll go. I'll go two. Go on. Okay, Dave Thomas. One, one. Okay. The worst thing about Liverpool being shit has been watching Dave Thomas gradually <laughs> break. Oh, it's, I, I, it's, it's, it's hurting. To be I honest with you, right? I actually have to send you a message the yeah. day. Say, Dave, come on, like. To be honest right? with you, right? It, it hasn't really been gradual. It was like. I said after the West Ham game, there were two. Uh, there were two paths, and if we went down the Arsenal path, I could live with it. Right, mm-hmm. I could live with West Ham if we went down the Arsenal path, but we didn't. We went down the West Ham path, and the problem. The other problem is, is it's pointless. Like being, it's not that I want them to get sacked. It's that it just feels inevitable now. So nah. I've all, so I've kind of in my head gone, well, what's next now? Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Because it just feels like. I don't see how he recovers from it. The hate, as I said, the hate I'm getting yeah. for just liking him, you know, as a guy and not thinking that he's like a cunt or whatever. I, everyone fucking hates me and hates I, him even more. I wanted him replaced in the summer and I get accused of sucking his cock because yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't despise him. Like. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm reckoning it's going to, uh, look, I can't see more than one goal that we score, assuming what we all assume is going to play I just, I just can't see I can't mm. see where the goals are going to come from don't see any play that's going to think so. and I agree that it's only going to be one goal I was just trying to be optimistic so I <laughs> totally agree <laughs> we all look miserable so, so yes come yes. on man yes. Yes. this is our year yes Council <laughs> predictions have been so good the last few weeks yes <laughs> hello this is Ronnie Wheeler now and you're listening to Tripper Chats unbelievable stuff you ask me anything about Liverpool FC, I will answer that immediately. I'm an encyclopedia. As you know, I played for Liverpool in the 1980s, won many trophies, played with the likes of Kenny Dagleach, Graeme Sunez. Oh, we what, a, what a team we were. We were just unbelievable. Anyway, Tripper Chats. Right, OK. Um, Trev's big word, because Trev's still dead. He's Trev. Oh, yeah. Poor Trev, all right. Yeah, yeah. So just let me see what, what, what I'm going to work here with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna work. This week's big word is Jowska. Jowska. That's not a big yeah. word. So well, it's a stupid word. Okay, well, well, fucking let me explain what it is. It's the hypothetical conversation that you compulsively play out in your head. So have you ever, uh, ever had Jowska, Paul? Yeah. Well, I have Jowska more than I talk to real people, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, when you're in the shower or whatever, you just have like a big kite, like you put the world to rights in your head. Yeah. No, you get... no, I don't, I don't know that, mate, do you? Hmm? No, I've never done that. Have you not? No, yeah, no, I've never done that. All right. I thought everyone didn't know. Am I just... 
<laughs> no, I'm only joking, mate. I do it all the time. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Fucking always stitching me up. <laughs> I tend to do it on the bike. You know when you're cycling? Mm, yeah. Like, because you're, you're cycling along. I go, you'd be listening to music or then you just tune out and start having conversations in your head. Imagine yeah. the conversations. I do it when I'm talking to the missus. Yeah. <laughs> you do it before you talk to the missus. <laughs> but Jessica's amazing because you're always right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to argue with anyone who tells you you're wrong. What's really weird is when you play it out in your head, then you have it, and some of the responses are the ones that you had in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, ultimate, the ultimate outcome isn't what you expected. I know. People argue with you in real life. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm basically the chattiest person in the world until I come up to real people. Like it, it, I, I do this all the time. Like I cycle to work every day, and you're right. I just spend the whole time going, you know, having these conversations. And, you know, like I'm going to say this and that when I get into work. You'll get into work. Morning, Paul. Morning. <laughs> Meekly sit at the desk. Is that why? Uh, is that why you've been a pussy and come off Twitter? Yeah, exactly. Really want to get back on it? People are missing you, like you know. Well, I'm not I, every on it because, day someone says to me, "You're a giant wanker." It's all because of you. You're a giant. <laughs> Wanker, and, and you don't tell me like, like nah, I'll, go, I'll probably go back at some stage, but I don't know. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed, I've, I've enjoyed the break, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, <laughs> I mean, the main business has really dipped. Well, was it? Off, it was right, about, you know? it was about like fucking the 78th minute of the West Ham game. <laughs> I just said, oh, fuck this, no way, I'm putting up with this shit. <laughs> Look, the favorite TV comedy series, Dave Thomas. Uh, that's from either, Williams, by the way. That's a good question now. Either the thick of it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't even know what that the is. US office. The thick of it is the Malcolm the political Malcolm thing and yeah, your yeah. man gone it's actually very good. Saw, I watched a few episodes of it while I was pissed and I thought, yeah, I remember thinking it was very funny. It I'd go with funny. probably extras or the US office. I, I think the US yeah, office. Yeah, the US is, office is brilliant. It, I think I think it is better yeah. than the UK. That, that, I, I used to that's fucking gonna, have, you, you're, you're, have you finished it all? That. Have you finished it all? No, I'm on about season six, I think. Is Robert California in it yet? Who? Robert California. No, I don't think oh, so. he's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, but Dwight is. The I, best I've, read, I've read that it goes downhill in series eight. No, anyone says that's it? talking shit, right? Okay, it doesn't go downhill at all. All right, Jay, and it's better in a British version. I think the the Northerner in me, um, the the royal family with Jim Royal. You ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you genuinely seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah I'd yeah, say that because it's just like watching them in the front room and the conversations they have when the mum comes in. It's like, oh, have you had your teas? Oh, well, yeah. Like that's just what my family would be like. So <laughs> it's a little piece of home for me. I, uh, I don't like know. Our family's decent. Yeah, we have it. They have it over here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in like the fifteen t- years, you're going to start looking like Ricky Tomlinson. <laughs> <laughs> my ass. <laughs> um, mine. Well. Look, oh, you're going to say something so fucking weird. Now. It's not. It's not fucking weird. Comedy is fucking very personal. So. You know what I mean? Like, just, just because fuck up and get your yeah. weird answer. But you are personally yeah. weird. So. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> you know, current one at the moment because look, listen, there's loads of brilliant comedy series. Let me, let me watch. guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, what's that thing you were watching? Danger Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this. No, it's deadly. It's it's basically a cross between Vic and Bob, fucking thunder. What the fuck is that? Thunder, <laughs> thunderboards. Um, old man from Uncle and the Mighty Boosh. It's just the best thing I've listen ever seen. I, know, listen I, love the, I love the way he says. Listen to it. I love the way he says. It's deadly, and then he lists about four things that sound as far from deadly as he can. <laughs> yeah. It's deadly. It's like it's like. Oh look, it's it's, it's, it's like not... having piles crossed with an ingrown toenail. It's, I think it's it's a spoof of making a space thing no 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 no. Thing or no it's not it's a spoof of killing Hitler in the 60s set in World War 2 
and it's it's not synced properly the whole lot. Trev, who was talking on the Ouija board, he fucking loves it as well. <laughs> so six, me and Trev, sixties and World War Two, did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's grounded in realism. Like, it is. Yeah. yeah, the Colonel is a joint eagle. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like you are literally the only person in the world. <laughs> it's like, lads, I have this fucking shit vanity project I'm gonna make. Nobody's gonna watch it. I know, no, one person will watch it. There's this fucking space cake in there. <laughs> fucking weird. Two, Trev as well. Oh, it's, well, Trev's dead. Oh, no, yeah, I sent it to him. Does Carl, like, Carl like it? What? Does Carl like it? Carl hasn't watched it. All weird Carl stuff. hasn't watched it. He doesn't have Netflix. Like that Battlestar Galactica shit. Battlestar Galactica, best ever. Shit. Best ever. Absolutely. Shit. Best ever. Shit. Best ever. Good, I've said a lot of people now. <laughs> a lot of people have followed me really like Battlestar Galactica, know, but it's yeah. fucking yeah, atrocious. Somebody asked, where's it all gone wrong? Well, it depends on what it is. Where's what? Life? I don't know. What do you reckon? Where's it all gone wrong? I think it started It started when you started doing your hair like that, to be honest with you. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. There's a lot of volume tonight, mate. It's, it's working. Right, listen, I've been on the fucking plane now. You know, the air conditioner on the plane. <laughs> get to fuck the off the air conditioner on the plane. Would you listen to yeah, yourself? You started it like that. There's a bit of product there now. It was well groomed. There's a bit of product there now. There is a bit of product. It's very deja vu. fucking plane. It's actually worse than deja vu. Something about Mary's going on Shut runs or laps? Neither. Grant. <laughs> uh, should left-handers be stoned? Stoned? <laughs> shunned? shunned. <laughs> oh, fucker, should left-handers be stoned? Stunned. Should left-handers be shunned? Yeah. No. Why? 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 <laughs> um, and then, what am I watching every week? That's a DBC Oh, do you know what I'm watching at the moment now? What? And you probably all watched it. It's Hannibal. You guys watch Hannibal. I watched like the first series and I liked it it's and then because brilliant. I'm a big giant weirdo I just didn't watch the rest of it I've watched, oh, it's brilliant. I, I think I watched about a season and a half if you like kind of horror films and kind of creepy stuff and like really camp horror as well because it's actually quite funny it's really excellent I'm only I've just started the third series now mm. um, plus Gillian Anderson is in it and she is she's still got it oh, she's still got it you do I tell uh, see I'm going to set myself up for a fall here like but I, I'm a big, big secret Big Brother fan. Like, oh, I love Big Brother. The celebrity Big oh, Brother. I'm a fucking big See fan. See the state on Jenna Jameson, though. Oh, Jesus. The well, number, she I changed your watch. Lads, I'm so glad that this was just saying. Like, back to the I was going to say it, and everyone be like, fucking, who invited this clown? What's uh, this well, program you're talking about? What? <laughs> 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 the worst is when you sit, there, you sit there with your missus, and, you, and she's like, Who's Jenna Jameson? I'm like, she's a... Uh, uh, political activist. <laughs> political activist. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell, back in the day, Jenna Jameson. Oh, yeah. oh, she, know, she knew right, you were way around the gates. You will be ridiculed for this. Not by me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Big I'm yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't fucking... People, I watch Big Brother, Jay. Thanks, mate. Thanks, quiet. Quiet. I'm not saying... Yeah, but like, you will be ridiculed as well. And yeah. you, will, you will actively fucking do stuff for ridicule. So it's yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else is Have in you watching Big Brother? Bitch... Have I? Yeah. Fuck off, Phil. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Have I been watching Big Brother? <laughs> celebrity Big Brother. It's the celebrity one. Yeah, the what celebrity. Year is it? <laughs> <laughs> the year two thousand or something. When everyone watched oh, Big I Brother. I wish we were filming Paul's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> he like half of him is genuinely confused, as if you're winding him up, as if like this the one, the one, the, so the one thing it? I'd say about this time is the producers got it right this time because everyone just kicks off. Like normally, get all the rowy right. bastards out all forced, right? 
But this is just basically one big row on television, <laughs> non-stop. Yeah. They put and this young one in there who was in some show in America. Oh, she's nuts. She's fucking oh, she's crazy. She's nuts. Farah, is it? Yeah, she's nuts. She's yeah. absolutely nuts. Jesus is insane. There's him there. Has a follow on Twitter. I'm sure you probably knew. On Instagram, Dave Thomas did the whole thing. She made a porn film, apparently. 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 You didn't check that one out, did you? I didn't look at that. The link will be on the Tripper account. <laughs> I'm still going through Jenna Jameson's visits. <laughs> yeah, Jenna Jameson really fucked herself up. She, had the she injected stable. something into her ass. Like she, I don't know. No, I, think, I don't know, but I think it could be implants. Yeah, something's. Not I think right she yet. has had implants. To be fair, yeah. something's not right. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look right. Like what that. age is she now? She's she 47, 48. I think she is. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, 47. She's not looking bad for 47. She looks fucking atrocious for any age. Like you know, she's got hard life. Like. Fucking bad choice of phrase. I knew as I was saying that I was like, stop it. The amount of cum she's had on her face, she should have the fucking face of an idiot. I swear to God. So, okay, so Paul, what have you been watching? I'm currently watching the US office. After that, I'm going to watch Ray Donovan. Yeah, Ray Donovan's fucking great as well, yeah. That's next on the list after Mm, the office. Ray Donovan's very good. I like the office. It's real kind of easy going. Ballers is very good as well, if you get a chance to watch that with uh, The The Rock. 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 Really? Yeah, it's good. Do you not like The Rock? I'm going to watch something with The Rock, really, yeah. Come on, man. What's it about, like? He's a professional. He's a former professional American football player, and now he's like an agent type thing. It's very good. Hmm. Sounds great. Uh, <laughs> Listen, the fucking rock is in it. What else do you want? Like, you know? um, Narcos. I was watching Narcos. Oh, I haven't started that yet. Yeah, I know you're going on about that. Yeah, I just, I, I thought, it's been a bit chop because I, 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 I did read about Escobar like a couple of years back and sort of, you know, when you when you read a few books on him and watch a few other documentaries. There's a great documentary, The Two, the two Escobars. Escobars yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. There's a thing about um, Charlie Manson now, isn't there? Is it Aquarius or something? Is that supposed I to be good? I haven't, I haven't seen any reviews. That's right up my street, serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking love Hannibal then. seriously get on to it yeah well, I watched the first season I, I, I liked it I, don't, I have no idea why I didn't watch the second one yeah, yeah. Helen Wheels as well I'm still chewing through the seasons now. that has everything in it <laughs> that's the cowboy thing is it yeah you can't be the yeah, cowboy fucking so weird <laughs> <laughs> are they actual cowboys and Danger 5 cowboys. I'm rewatching Danger 5 again oh, it's so good the Danger 5 it's <laughs> Danger 5 it's that shit he was just talking about it's a bit like Vic and Bob and whatever oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that deadly thing that sounds like gonorrhea yeah <laughs> and then the last one um, and we'll leave it so when will FSG fire Rogers I'm saying Sacktober you Dave Okay, if I'm being really harsh, next week. (laughs) I think if we lose to Norwich, I don't see how he comes back from that. Mm -hmm. I think early November. Mm. I think, as I said before, it's not results on and off now. So I think it's going to be on a game-by-game basis. Mm. And if the performances don't improve... um, and he keeps persisting with the the, the style of football and the shape, I, I give him three games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think he'll last uh, early November. I think he'll get fired, and Mourinho will have his. He'll be flinging his shit at the wall, saying that everything's everyone's fault, everyone else's fault but his. So I think Rodgers and Mourinho will go. 
at the same time. You think Mourinho will come to Liverpool? <laughs> no. I think Rodgers well, gets a Chelsea job. Yeah. <laughs> so who so who comes in? That will be that's a different part, I think. Like. That's a okay. different part, okay. <laughs> Right, so admin, no funky admin this weekend. Sorry, but uh, I'm too tired. So it's going to be the fast, fastest admin ever. So let's go. So five side football, seven side football, pretend seven side football, www.astropark.ie, got on down, ask they'll give you a discount. Uh, get on, we are Liverpool uh, fanzine.com. It's on sale at the ground this weekend. Don't miss out. Best thing around, 150 I minute, loads are in it, Trev's even in it. Um, competition time, five times, details tomorrow, have to make something up, haven't been paying attention in the way on holidays. And also, live date and clone, 23rd, 24th of October. Um, Want to come along, get in touch, we'll let you know where it is, but it's going to be in the Corconian pub, blah, 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 blah. Day trippers tonight, uh, Dave Thomas, Jay Home, Paul Brennan, of course, the inimitable Dan Roberts on the stats, and myself, Phil Casey. Good night, God bless, thank you all. So, and it was like fucking, you know the rain you see in pictures where the drops are like about that size? Bursting out of heaven. And then um, the next day I woke up, looks shit. So that's how we ended up driving down the coast to try to find the sun. Hmm. Then fucking, we had another sort of shit day and we drove down the coast again to, 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 I just kept looking up the next, the closest town where I had a sunny forecast. (laughs) And I drove to it. (laughs) Then fuck it like. So, um, but like, you know what the bastardly things about the storms were? That was the Saturday, was the last bad day. The fucking mosquito eggs take three days to hatch. So on the Tuesday, the place was covered in mosquitoes. (laughs) Who this information and like <laughs> driving driving to another sunny town that it, it makes sense but you're the only person that thinks like that like most, most people just, go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going keep going the, of the English rugby team even being English like um, they're not English they're cunts like you know there's nothing nothing redeeming I actually find you're from the, the English... north as well no I think like, you, should, you should fucking hate them all you should no, but that's what I mean I was gonna, no I was gonna say uh, like in, the English national team I've got no interest in like none at all where are you from Liverpool Liverpool yeah you're best practically Wales like you know let's well, be yeah. honest with you do you know what though if I we were a bit, bit, we were a bit more aggressive Welsh, like, I played know? for the Welsh club right and they used to boo me. They used to, my own fans would boo. Like, there was only 20 of them in the stadium. Yeah, but they'd read my name out, out over the tunnel and they'd be like, boo. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, they hate the English. Like, but that's because they're, they're all Evertonians. Shit, shit, yeah. <laughs> that's because they're all Evertonians. <laughs> People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Social Podcast Network.